take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, where we bring you everything from new wave of Phil Has Returned Tranquil Synthcore to Symphonic Frank Won't Be Here Next Week Because He'll Be Drunk and Camping Classical Crust. I am Phil, and with me is Mike. Hello. Frank. Yo. And Sam. I'm still alive. And uh, we're here to fucking talk about some metal. Yes, we are. Just, Just a little bit. Well, I mean, we talked about nothing but 70s rock and El Caminos last week. So. I am so bummed I fucking wasn't here for a lot of <laughs> yeah, that discussion. Yeah, I was too. I was too. We had a, if you didn't last, listen last week, we had a particularly spirited discussion about uh, a couple of different things. Namely, uh, oh God, what did we talk about? Um, Mirker and their new album. Phil, are you fucking how, pumped? What's <laughs> are you fucking pumped? For the new Mirka? Yeah. Of course. Oh, my God. Oh, man. But, uh, why don't we get into it? I believe, uh, Mike, you're... I believe you're first. Are Le- you not? Leading the charge? That's, uh, yeah, you know. Well, the first one actually is brought to us by um, Facebook friend Jack. Um, I don't want to say his last name because we didn't really talk about this beforehand. Sure. Um, so... He uh, recommended that we listen to a band by the name of Boss Keloid. Herb, your enthusiasm. I like that. Mm. So let's... Uh, I, gotta, I gotta say the name alone uh, kind of made me curious. Dude, just wait for it. Let's listen to some Lung Mountain. Now, cor- now, correct me if I'm wrong, but was Lung Mountain not the name of an experimental ride that Disney World uh, planned to open in around 1967? I have no idea. Why do That's you know this? That's some pinpoint information I'm not <laughs> aware of. <laughs> what the oh, oh my fuck? God, Frank, it's a fucking joke. Uh, <laughs> are, you stu- are, are you stupid? I, apparently we all are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, so let you it be known us. from here on out, I have dumb co-hosts. To be uh, fair, you said that with such conviction. belief. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you I also it. forgot to I also forgot to mention that I'm a born actor. I mean, I could be a decent actor if I were better looking. All right. <laughs> anyway, self-deprecating there sexy. It happens. <laughs> but um <laughs> Fuck. 
Thank you, Jack. This was fucking sweet, dude. This yeah. album rules. Like, and yeah, this um, was very cool. This was very cool. Yeah, he um he it's a buddy of his uh, that was in an old band and then joined into this band and they've got a huge laundry list of uh, accolades on the Bandcamp, which you can yeah. find at bosskeloid.bandcamp.com. I mean, you don't you don't have a list of accolades like that. I mean, God, he's got everyone from fucking Terrorizer, Metal Hammer, Heavy Blog is Heavy. I mean, Kerrang. I mean. Like, I mean, anyone who knows anything knows how far back magazines like Ker or uh, uh, publications like Karango. I mean, mm -hmm. this there's some pretty serious love in this this uh, accolade section here. And man, that it actually lived up to it. It's cool stuff. It's uh, God, Terrorizer <laughs> is like the one publication that I actually want, but due to international shipping, would be way too expensive for a mm -hmm. subscription. Yeah. Where uh where does uh where does Terrorizer come out from? I think they're based in the UK somewhere. That would make sense. But I know for like a yearly subscription it's like 160 bucks. Oh. Jesus. Also coming out of the UK in Wigan is Bosky Lloyd. Oh. Makes sense, I guess. Oh boy. So, um Jack get back to us if um you wanted us to credit your whole name or, you know, keep chatting about this band because they were fucking sweet and we'll take more recommendations. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for the, um, thanks for the heads up, dude. This is a cool band. Absolutely. As we've always said, you know, uh, if you have recommendations, anything at all, reach out to us. And I'm not saying, yeah. but I'm totally about to say, if you want to like hook up some sort of an interview, we'll totally take it. Yeah. Um, guys, don't forget, we will, if you want to hit us up, um, either on the page or individually, we will take any recommendations you got. We'll consider them. Yeah. yeah I, I, I listened to that like immediately at work and I messaged him when I got a second. I was like, that's fucking tight. I wish that I had listened to this before this morning because <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, no, God, the, the last couple of days have been a, a fucking nightmare at my house. And I just got around to listening to everything this morning and I feel so bad about it. It happens. Yeah, man. It's all good. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no. I'm, I'm done. Okay. So we can uh, slide on to number two. And this is going to be Igor with three R's. And this is another, this is another cool band. Dude, yeah. I, I would recommend, uh, you know, going, if you're even mildly piqued by this clip, go check the whole album out. It's really, really hard to pack into a clip but i did my best so let's listen to a minute of oh god uh a papa thadifolotophobi <laughs> that sounded hot i don't um mike i don't think it's in english oh. so
holy shit. Uh, a lot of things I didn't expect happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole idea. You know what? You know what I heard uh in that the beginning of that clip was Primus influence. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's industrial and death metal and Primus influence. Like it's all over the place and it's really cool. It it's such a strange album, but it's so cool. Like the first track is like a drum and bass, but more of like a break beat using um like vocal clips to create this like rhythmic type track. I mean, there's a lot of the operatic elements throughout the whole album and you heard a lot of the sections, a lot of the uh intervals uh, were broken up with uh like glitching and a lot of like industrial type stuff yeah so, oh you mean you mean, you mean this band has industrial influences no uh, kidding I, it's more like drum and bass and breakbeat than strictly industrial which makes it really cool i don't know what the fuck breakbeat is man i can't uh. just like explain it so <laughs> <laughs> go, go to the youtubes and type oh in. god i'll, I'll... I'll, I'll I'll dick around on YouTube for forty five minutes learning done, about it. Uh, I forget what it was. One of the EPs that had weird track listings, but they Admitted, were all admittedly. Uh, admittedly, I have heard some Aphex Twin stuff. Yep. So yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, brain fart. So this album was released June sixteenth of this year. Recently. You mean last year? Two thousand seventeen. Oh. I'm an ass. I heard June 16 and automatically assumed that 16 was 2016. <laughs> Dumb co-hosts, guys. I got them. <laughs> so these I don't care about the fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Frank. This dude is from France, and you can find him at Igor with three R's dot And that's that. I believe that would be me. Mm-hmm. All righty. Welcome um, back, Phil. Yeah, I wanted to bring in a whole lot more than I did. Um, (laughs) If we if we do end up getting to that discussion uh, topic that I posted later, I'll explain why I I didn't. But um, so if you if you want to know the real reason why he wasn't here last week is because uh, he went to he went to work at a vape farm. He's farming vape. That's it. Yeah. Where he was where he was collecting vape juice from the vape plants. I heard he was yeah. judging vapes and size, you know what I mean? Um Well, I mean he might have been doing that too, but he didn't tell me about it. It's all part of the farming. I was at the douche flute decathlon. <laughs> Phil, I love you, buddy. Show us your so, uh the uh the first band I'm bringing in is called Pretty Mouth. Uh, we're going to listen to a track called Way to the Light off of their album The Endless Mistake. Tom, why don't you roll that? <laughs> Yeah. 
fucking love oh. how aggressive that is. My God, that had me by the balls. It is. I am not entirely sure what to think about it, but I think I like it. <laughs> it is um, certainly anxiety-inducing and chaotic. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the kind of thing you would listen to, like if you were wait if you were waiting on like a uh, a critical medical diagnosis. <laughs> like do it <laughs> yeah it's it, it's it kind of invokes that feeling like oh god do i do i have aids are you talking about the oh, beginning god. section yeah pretty much because that was to me somebody doing a mirror guitar correctly without sounding like fucking garbage <laughs> oh all well, nothing, nothing about that was garbage that was cool no it wasn't that was very cool we all yeah. know how i feel in things that are harsh and abrasive and induce anxiety so yeah. i fucking love it mm -hmm. oh yeah otherwise why would you listen to metal yeah. come on come on frank what are you doing yeah um so i love the uh on their Bandcamp, which is uh prettymouth.bandcamp.com nice and simple the uh the only thing in their description is three dudes who want to fucking kill you and everyone you know <laughs> um the rest That's my shtick. The rest of that album is just as chaotic and fucking insane. Um, I highly recommend it. Those dudes are based out of Toronto. So, you know, chaos. I kind of I kind of want to go back and listen to the whole thing it, just to say that I've done it. It's <laughs> certainly worth it. Um I said I would check out more of their shit. They have a split with a band called Orphan Donor. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most fantastic thing I've seen all week. That's incredible. Props to the dudes from Whoa. Pretty Mouth. I don't know. And how also, I, I feel that. like I'm gonna have to. I feel like I'm gonna have to look up Orphan Donor. I was gonna now, say because I just by proxy also say congratulations to them for that awesome. Yeah, name. congratulations to Orphan Donor. I don't even care what you sound like. I like <laughs> you already. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> okay. Um, for the next band I'm bringing in, we're it, we're gonna go in a totally different direction. Um, yeah. Before I even get into talking about it, why don't we just roll that clip? So Just, mm. that is a track called Over the Mountain. It's a single from the band Red Mess. Forgot what we were doing for a little bit. I heard Tom <laughs> stop it and I'm like, oh. We're so, so does anyone else want to listen to the sword right now? I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely <laughs> when, um, see a comparison. Tour tour with the sword and Black Sabbath when? 
the beginning half of it was like if stoner rock if there was a booze rock but then <laughs> once that once that echo and all that fuzz and stuff kicked in in booze the, rock already exists man it's 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 called leonard skinnerd <laughs> yeah i mean the, the this entire song um there's like six lines there, there's like six lines of lyrics and they're literally about walking up onto a mountain to get high <laughs> I see. I see. Or, or um, also, if you if you want to listen to some more booze rock, just listen to Ted Nugent. No, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. I remember I remember hearing a joke a long time ago. I I wish I knew. I wish I remembered who told it to me. It's uh, if you're walking around a neighborhood and you hear Ted Nugent's uh, stranglehold playing on a boombox, is it safe to assume that there is a fat white trash party going on somewhere nearby? I have the weirdest Ted Nugent story that you guys Tell might us. have to... We doing this right now? We might uh, have to, because right. when you have a weird incident <laughs> in your life, it's usually pretty weird. Okay, yeah. so... I mean, yeah, go ahead. This goes back to uh, to when I was... God, I was a teenager at the time, probably like 17, maybe 18. Um, and the girl I was dating at the time, we'd hang out at her friend's house, and her boyfriend would hang out there. We always used to walk down to this corner store to buy this fucking energy drink called Raw Dog because we thought it was hysterical that it had horny goat weed in it. <laughs> so the one night we walked down there, and we're walking back, and it's dark out. And on the front lawn of this one house, there's this huge weeping willow tree. And uh, we're walking, and we hear this fucking guy. He's like, hey, and we look over, and there's this fucking, like, 40-some-year-old dude, long hair, like, fucking full-on Canadian tux, just hanging out outside. He's like, you guys playing a band? And we're like, uh, yeah, actually. And he's like, oh, cool. And he starts talking about his, about his nephew plays in a band, all this other dumb shit. And uh, suddenly he says, well, I just got a brand-new Ibanez full stack. You guys should come check it out. And I'm like, no. But my friend who fucking hopped trains like across country regularly was like, yeah, why not? Like, ah, fuck. <laughs> see, uh, see, I would have said no because every Ibanez amp I've ever played has sounded like like charred asshole. Uh, yeah, so. I mean, you know, either way, I'm not going to I'm not going to leave him behind on this one rather than <laughs> walking into the f- you're a hero and an inspiration, Bill. <laughs> oh, God. Rather than walking into the fucking house, we walk around through the dude's driveway to this fucking shed out back, and he pulls out a set of keys and starts unlocking it. I'm Jesus. like, fuck. He walks into like, the am shed. I about, am I about to be kidnapped? It gets, it gets better. We walk into the shed. He flicks the light on, and sure enough, he does have a fucking Ibanez full stack in there, but um, the wall is covered in taxidermied animals. And he nice. makes he makes a point of pointing us to his fucking Ted Nugent his signed Ted Nugent picture that's framed with the fucking Ted Nugent tickets in there and he's like <laughs> he won't shut up about Ted Nugent. And he turns on this fucking full stack <laughs> and uh and he starts fucking playing and he's garbage, but it's really loud. And all of a sudden now mind you, this dude is easily in his mid forties. All of a sudden this fucking, like, 70-some-year-old man shows up in the door and says to him, what did me and your mother tell you about playing this late at night? <laughs> oh, my God. 
I'm so glad you decided to tell that story. So yeah, that's that uh, sounds like every that sounds like every middle aged dude from my hometown. <laughs> uh, my uh, my friend took to referring to that guy as Colonel Mustard, and uh, just before we left, he was like. <coughs> Oh, you guys should bring your girlfriends over sometime. We'll have some beers. I was like, yeah, no. Nah. Oh, my God. Nope. No. No. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. Creepy just got creepier. Yeah. Bring, so- over a f- bring over a fucking hazmat suit and a butterfly net for you, buddy. So <laughs> I actually just got this text from my girlfriend. Um, oh, really? Her stepdad's name is Vince. Vince just said in reference to his concert he went to, and I quote, and then you always have those damn young kids slam dancing. Yep. Jesus. <laughs> 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 oh, I just thought it was relevant. God, every time, every time, baby boomers try and talk about metal, dude, it's the most embarrassing shit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Masha, get out of the pit, you old pussy. <laughs> like we don't, we don't give a fuck how we don't give a fuck how old you are. We don't care if you saw Saxon back in '89. Get the fuck out of the pit. <laughs> uh. But, uh, yeah, so that, <laughs> that does it for me. I think, uh, oh, yeah, you can, uh, you can find them at redmess.bandcamp.com. Um, it, that's, that's the single. They have some other material out. It's all good shit. It's all real fucking stonery doom rock. Go check it out. I'm kind of in a place where I want to listen to this. So I'm definitely going to go back and check this out some more. That's pretty much like. After listening through all of that fucking Pretty Mouth album, like, my anxiety levels were through the fucking roof. And I was like, I need something that's not that. Uh, and thank fuck for Red Mess. Oh. <laughs> that means it's my turn. It does. So, the band that I'm uh, choosing the cover of the week called The Nietzsche. Um, uh, we, um, yeah, we've talked about them. Did we? We didn't uh, officially cover them, so go ahead. But um, oh. I f- we uh, they might have been one of the first people to start following us. And oh, okay, cool. Yeah, um, cool dudes from R- Russia, uh, Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Eugene, I think, is one of the dudes in the band. We're gonna. I just want to start from. That. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if you listened to it, but I'm. It's pretty, good. Yeah, I was gonna say. I know you're gonna like this. Yeah. Tom, why don't you roll that clip? I already know I like it. (laughs) Like, there's moments where it's, I guess, would be considered, like, post. Yes. Um, But then there's moments where it's more on the black inside of things, and there's moments where it's almost like, 
like with the timing of things, it's almost like a math core like type deal. It yeah, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, we you know, with a with with a name like math core, I almost expect some of the bands to have lyrics about algebra. <laughs> but I, I'm waiting for the day when I find that band. So if anyone listening knows any math core bands that actually uh, have lyrics about the subject of mathematics, please let me know. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. We should. It has to be. Definitely. It fucking has to be. We should definitely hit these guys up because, um, especially with the time that we've been following each other around, sort of. Also, yeah, that that'll be cool. Awesome thing on their Bandcamp, which is the Nietzsche dot Bandcamp dot com. Um, right now, their entire disco disco discography. Yeah, that. Thank you. Is Jesus half Christ, off. Frank. So. You oh, can, cool! You can get their all their material, which is a fair amount of material, if I remember correctly. It is, um, like it's like a lot of albums? it's a lot of EPs. Okay, um, and then some singles, which are on the EPs, but still, it's like five dollars right now. It's uh, I forgot to mention it, but I think Pretty Mouth has a similar deal where like their whole discography is like a certain percentage off. Yeah. So I really sh- I really should not be spending a lot of money on music right now because the Steam summer sales have already fucked my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> also, Mensei, that was a clip from the song uh, Poe's Law off of Welcome to Poetry 201. Okay. Yeah. They also have like another album. I think it's Intro to Advanced Poetry. <laughs> I- I'm down. Yeah. I dig it. They're and fucking good cleans. Yeah. You know, I fucking... Yeah, um, I agree. The the thing that caught me right off the bat was that fucking guitar tone. <sighs> yeah. Like, it was... Fu- it, ah, it's so good. I love that with, like, the, the really fucking staccato, like, aggressive, over-the-top fucking intro rhythms. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. These are some dudes who know their way around their instruments. Yes. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, dude, from having listened to them before, it's... <laughs> passionate music yes i i like i said i instantly thought of you when i was listening to i was like yeah mike's mike's gonna like this (laughs) i kind of i kind of was like why haven't we why haven't we covered them sooner seriously (laughs) but yeah no we'll we'll reach out that is my my uno uh casual single yeah (laughs) (laughs) So Sam, I believe that that brings us to you. I believe it does. Uh, all right, so I only I only brought in two bands this week, and uh, the first one I don't think I've ever talked about on the show before. I, I'm not sure if any of you guys have ever heard of them. Uh, this is a band called Gouge. They're from Kolboten, Norway, and this is from the album uh, Beyond Death, which came out in 2015. And the song is called Breath of the Reaper. So, uh, Tom, just fucking roll it. Just 
Okay, so know how I say like Stoner Rock is some of the best driving music, <clears throat> like cruising down the road? Tell me about it. So I want that. I want to be driving down the road, but I want it to be an old car that is rusted to shit. Smoke it, black smoke is pouring out of it. <laughs> there might be something on fire. I'm drunk and just screaming and chasing what people off the road. Again, what we're not encouraging is, any sort of drunk driving. What you, yeah, uh, again, we hear it from the pit. Do not encourage drunk driving. It's a very bad thing. But, Don't do it. Uh, okay. What you need is one of those old military trucks that you can fuel with, like, fucking motor oil. A deuce and a half. And just, like, spewing black smoke and just fucking barreling down the freeway at, like, 20 uh, miles over Laughing the maniacally. I, I think, Hell yeah, dude. I think, realistically, Frank just wants to be Leahy in the shitmobile. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I am not... I am, I, I am not one to tell people how to live their lives. I've said that more than once on this show. So, Frank, you do as you will, buddy. I love you. <laughs> okay. Um, so, to start off, last week was about as light as I've ever gotten. I brought in what will probably be the only post-rock band I will ever bring into this show. Uh, and I brought, like, some straight-up 70s rock worship. And after that show was over... I was kicking myself because I'm like, man, you you are the death metal guy at From the Pit. That is what you do. <laughs> you are betraying your listeners and your co-hosts. You're not you're not doing enough for them. So this week I went all out, and I thought for a while, and I'm like, man, gouge. I gotta bring in gouge because these guys are fucking amazing. It's I mean, it's straight death metal pretty much straight death metal but you know there's still kind of that undercurrent of you know a little bit of thrash and even a little bit of hardcore punk thrown in there yeah and i can't help it feel it does nothing but add to the feeling because you know it brings that kind of raw aggression that kind of slightly fun edge to it yeah but you know you still got that sheer power and heaviness of just the, the kind of death metal that everyone on this show knows that i love it, it's the type of thing where you could do fucking beer bongs in the pit <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and the the day that somebody actually has me do a beer bong in the pit that'll be the day oh you haven't been to enough <laughs> municipal waste shows no but you know what though uh a couple years ago i saw carcass gore guts and repulsion all together in the same show which by the way was a fucking amazing show and there was this random dude behind me who was super drunk and uh he kept holding on to me because he was so drunk that he was about to fall over. And at one point he's like, Hey bro. It's like, it's like, I'm going to go get a beer. You want one? I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. I'll just take like a Guinness or whatever. I, I never thought he would actually show up. He came back with a beer for me like five minutes later. That's awesome. <laughs> so he actually went, he bought me a fucking $4 beer. And I was like, you know what? If that guy ever hears this, you fucking rule, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's gouge. I mean, I mean, uh, okay. Look, I'm I'm kind of drunk right now, so uh, don't worry. So uh, <laughs> try not to judge me too much. It's okay, um, I'm judging so fucking hard. You know what? Fuck you, Frank. This Mickey's loves me, and you don't. So you can suck my fucking dick. Why don't you so have go the Mickey's do it? Are you implying that I would not try to stick my dick into the Mickey's bottle? I'm not saying you would. I'm not saying you wouldn't. You know what, Frank? You're a fucking asshole. 
There we go. I am breaking up with you. I will never give you another reach around. You can go fuck yourself. So anyway, um, despite all that, uh, uh, Gouge do not have their own band camp. You're going to have to do that shit we were complaining about a few episodes ago where you go to the actual label band camp page and actually dig through all their uh, shit no. to find this album. <laughs> Don't sh- see. I never realized how much I hate that shit until you guys brought it up. Now I can't fucking stand it. I'm yep. not, I'm not going to lie though. Sometimes it's nice just to check through the label and you you do find stuff. It, yeah. 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 That's true. But at the it's same time, the only upside it is Ugh. like, all right. Well, it, it, what it's is- it's 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 as big of a boner killer as I could possibly think of. Um, oh God, it'd be like if be like if the chick has halitosis or something. You're just like, oh, I'm done. Your breath, your breath, your breath is awful. Um, so you can find them on the Hell's Hank, the Hell's Headbangers uh, Bandcamp. Just just look it up, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Right on. All right, so the second band. Uh, keeping in the theme of me going back to my old brutal self again. The second band is actually one that we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't remember. uh, Somebody brought, somebody mentioned that they bought their full length that they'd got in a copy. Uh, This is Necrot. I I believe very specifically, um, this was before you were on the show, but Frank actually brought them in at one point. Did you? Oh yeah, dude. Oh oh, fuck. It's okay. okay. It's not our first repeat. I think I had our first repeat. Said, I have no problem okay. talking about Necrot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because cool. um, my personal story is uh, my buddy Zach, who I've mentioned b- before, who played in one of the first bands who, brought, who I brought in called uh, Castle Freak, and who now plays in an even be- an even more fucking awesome band called Outer Heaven. Outer Heaven's uh, good. Showed, yeah, Outer Heaven are fucking great. Check them out, too. Um, he showed me Undergang, which is a band I brought in the week before last, who you should be listening to constantly. Uh, he also he also showed me a Necrot at the same time, and after hearing this album once, I think I listened to it every day for the next four days all the way through. So, if I listen to an album every day for four days straight, <laughs> yeah, I like it. So, I'm a uh, I'm going to bring in Rather Be Dead. Sorry about the repeat. I apologize. All good. But, Tom, please play that clip. I fucking love Necrot. So, Sam, don't feel bad because, I mean, I was going to end up bringing these guys up later anyway. 
because um, <laughs> I actually did take some time out of the week to listen to that so, album. And uh, no, it's it, just like it's awesome. I, 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 I don't know, man. For some reason, when you said like, it's like, oh, that's a repeat. I'm like, God damn it! I feel like I fucked up the show. No, nope. no, but, not uh, at all. Oh God! The, the uh, thing is, if there's one thing you should understand about me. Like, I feel guilt more strongly than just about any other emotion. I'm not even Catholic. I don't even know where it comes from. <laughs> uh, no, man, it's it's really not a big deal. We may have had we may have listeners now who weren't listening to that episode. So, okay, well, to everyone who hasn't been listening to this show for that long uh, and is now hearing them, Necrot are fucking amazing. Yeah, every yeah. band. This band is so good. Like every song, um, I don't know if you. I'm assuming you've also checked out their their earlier work too. Um, uh, I've I've played around with it a little bit. Uh, I haven't checked out as much as I should have. Like pretty much every song they write is just a fucking nasty pit beast. That, yeah. it, it, oh. it, you know, you know how a lot of bands try and capture that that uh old school death metal sound but they end up just sounding really kind of derivative and not really interesting yeah well you know what necrot don't do that necrot sound necrot sound like necrot well speaking of that old school derivative sound i took the time also out this week to listen to dying fetuses album a few times and i've heard it's amazing i haven't checked it out yet oh it's so tough it (laughs) 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 i i make I make mean faces at people in the car as I'm driving down the road. They have no idea, and I'm just looking at them like, well, you don't know what fucking is breaking down and, right now. And you scream, wrong yeah, 12, well, you know fuck what? with. <laughs> the al- the, <laughs> the yeah, album is I, called Wrong One to Fuck With, so who could blame you, my man? No, I just, you know, I just fl- flash the tip of my penis. <laughs> that, I, I like, you I, are a disgusting man, Frank, and I love you. <laughs> You are a disgusting, disgusting man. Helmet peeking. <laughs> oh, like, Jesus Christ. Roll down the window <laughs> and just let it peek out the top. Oh god. Just like just just kinda like a kinda like a jack in the box that's broken, but it, it just pops out of the box a little bit. Quick enough that they like don't really they're not they're not certain, but slow enough for that them for them to understand, like, yeah, that was probably a dick. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like we always say on here, hear it from the pit, professional to the core. That's sweet. <laughs> God, with the amount of God, with the amount of homoerotic references and dick jokes we make, is like who couldn't think that we're total professionals? <laughs> and and I'm and I'm getting increasingly drunk while we record this. So, so, yeah. uh, I, with with uh, drunk being in mind. What uh, what segment are we going to? I believe we're going to the brutal brew segment. Indeed, Ooh. we are. I'm uh, I'm really excited about this week. Um, this this album's a big one. Uh, some of you may remember a post that I made on the Facebook a couple weeks ago because because uh, <gasps> Sam recently reminded me of how good this fucking album is. Um. I did, and we're it's we're doing something a little different for it too, but uh, before we get to all that, why don't we just roll that clip? Tom, roll the clip. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Disease, a bit of pain, a bit of you. 
that is 100 Degrees of the album Welcome to Sky Valley by Caius. I love, I love Welcome to Sky Valley so much. It is the album that every every sludge and stoner rock stoner band wants to wants to emulate but can't i can't think of a better thing to listen to on the hot days at work than that yeah i've never heard that before that's fucking awesome so it's funny you say that because when i used to live in california this is one of those bands that i would listen to during the summer uh in particular uh the song odyssey which is my favorite off this album. Yeah. Um, so for for anyone unfamiliar, uh, if you're thinking, hey, that guitar sounds kinda 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 familiar, uh, that would be because it's Josh Homme of Queens of the Stone Age and the Desert Sessions. Um, and you know, the thing about Caius is anytime I think of Caius, I think of the desert. I don't yeah. think just his work in general, uh, but particularly Caius and uh, the, the the album's such a trip that I kind of thought about it like you know if I were to actually go out and listen to this album in a fucking desert, how would what how would I want to approach this? And I figured well I'd want you know something big to kick it off and and get a nice buzz going. And I want something to just ride it out with. Mm-hmm. See, this isn't a band. Caius are not a band that I've ever really thought about getting stoned to. For me, it's always like sitting out in my backyard with a couple of beers and just getting a nice buzz going while listening to this. Because I don't know, something about Welcome to Sky Valley, it just kind of it kind of centers me. It kind of relaxes me. It, it It's perfect. But, uh, you know, kind of going along with what I was saying, uh, we're doing something very different this week, and I'm actually pairing two beers with this album. Bum, bum, bum. Oh. Yeah. This is, a fir- this is a first for From the Pit, people. So, like I said, I want something a little heavier so I can get to that initial buzz a bit quicker. And that's why, uh, for the first half of the show, we've been drinking Stone's Ghost Hammer IPA. Mm-hmm. Not uh, by no means their most aggressive IPA, which is good because you don't want to drink a fucking ten percenter in the desert. No, it's the nice thing is though it still has all like the citrus character that you'd expect from an IPA. You know what it is? It's one of um, I always have a hard time because whenever people talk to me about IPAs, if they don't like them, their biggest complaint is always, "Oh, it's just so bitter," and I'm like, you know. There's a lot of IPAs out there that aren't so much bitter as much as citrusy and have a lot of like really floral and fruity notes. And I'm like, oh, like what? And I always blank in the moment. Um, this is absolutely one of them. Mm-hmm. It's it's still got a little bit of the bitterness because it is stone, and that's kind of what they do. Um, but anyway, to uh, to follow that up, you know, after you get that initial kick. Oh, that is refreshing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna want something. <laughs> you're gonna want something nice and refreshing and light to kind of ride that out. So we've got Manny Unk's cucumber melon goes ale with sea salt. 
Yeah, it's fucking good. It's uh, it's a nice. I mean, this is a fucking session. I believe it's a four percent. Yes. So you can fucking chug these things all day and just maintain your buzz without ever being completely fucking trashed. And who doesn't? We hear it from we we hear it from the pit like to train people how to drink too. Yeah, this is true. The main thing that you want to remember is if you're drinking from a can, you want to take a key. Put a hole in the bottom, put it to your mouth, open the top, and drink it as fast as possible. <laughs> so, <laughs> for anyone not already aware, I know we've mentioned it a couple times on the show before, but uh, Frank does have a YouTube show called Shotgun Saturdays, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> they shotgun some of the most god-awful things I've ever seen. Yep. Sounds disgusting. Uh, uh, what did you do most recently? Most recently, we did Hoppin' Frog's uh, Doris the Destroyer. It was our first bottle shotgun, and it was a twenty-two ounce double. What did you do? Fuck! What did you do? Fucking drill through the bottle? No, you use a bendy straw. You put what it, the fuck? You put a bendy straw in it, and you that way you have an airflow. Are you fucking with me? Because I'm drunk? No. <laughs> um, no, this oh is a real thing. God, I used two straws for added airflow. Which God, that is. That is the hottest thing I've ever heard. It is. Um, so for the first <laughs> bottle, we did a 22-ounce bottle of double oatmeal Russian Imperial Stout. That was 10.5%. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was so drunk. No shit. <laughs> Jesus. What? Well, you stick your hand on a hot stove, Frank. You're going to get fucking burned. What did you expect, you fucking idiot? <laughs> Look at who you're talking about, okay? Oh, I like God. to fucking, like I, I like to fucking oh, go like hard. I've, I like, like to I've just dive this, in. Oh, like I've said this whole episode, I have dumb co-hosts, guys. So, I love them. So YouTube shotgun Saturdays, you, that shit is great. Go out, <laughs> pick up a fucking six pack of uh, Stone's Ghost Hammer IPA and a four yeah. pack of. Uh, Maniunk's Cucumber Melon Goes Ale with Sea Salt. Oh, it's called Belly Flop, by the way. Uh, talk about a beer that's obviously meant for a fucking pool party. You know what's uh, also kind of cool? Is that you took a beer that was completely East Coast. Yeah. And a beer that was completely West Coast. That's true. Philly and fucking, where are they at in California? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but they are in California. Yeah, uh, one well, day I'm gonna make it out there because they make beer. They make fucking arrogant bastard beer battered onion rings. See, oh, see, I don't know you. though. See, for me, um, well, first of all, if you come to the West Coast, you better fucking come up to Oregon because I'll. No, we're staying I'll be, south. Uh, <laughs> all the way south. <laughs> oh, so you so you want to stay in the state that like wishes it could be Oregon? Okay. Um, yeah, but uh, envy much. Uh, <laughs> uh, pussy. Um, yeah. So, uh, what? Two things that I will admit that my my home state does really well are beer and Mexican food. Like, God. Like one of the only things I miss about where I used to live is the Mexican food. Man, it's so good. Like I dream. I dream. I dream about the burritos that I used to be able to buy back there. It's, they were so good. Sam drunkenly reminiscing over burritos. Shut your, (laughs) shut your fucking whore mouth, Phil. I will not. Just because I'm on my, just because I'm (laughs) done with my 40 and moving on to my tall cans does not mean you get to be mean. 
uh, yeah, no. I mean, they're unrelated. I just get to be mean. Um, <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil, I yeah, love you, yeah. buddy. <laughs> it's all love, pal. All right. Uh, but, yeah, uh, pick those beers up. Check out Caius's Welcome to Sky Valley. It's uh, it's if seriously it's seriously a must. Like uh, it's you know you can you can go check uh, it, it's it's current year, so you can go and check that shit out on YouTube before <laughs> buying it, um, or you could just buy it because you're gonna want it anyway. Yeah, don't be a scumbag. <clears throat> so because Caius fucking rules. <laughs> um, Frank telling people not to be a scumbag. I love. It's hilarious. Speaking of, um, (laughs) unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to snag a clip, but I know Queens of the Stone Age does have a new song out. Really? Yeah, it's solid, man. Um, Definitely check that out. Like I said, unfortunately, no clip, but you guys can use the internet. Nope. (laughs) All right. Uh, we should uh, we should move on to the discussion topic real quick before that. Yeah, um, some <clears throat> good news. Um, a, we oh, cool. have good concerts coming up. We've got Summer Slaughter coming <laughs> at the end of July. Yes. That same week is this is hardcore. Yes. That also that same week is Green Bastard. Green Bastard at the fire. Oh yeah, I forgot. This is this is the this is the period of time where we can expect you to uh, die. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. With the biggest uh, press, smile on my face. Also, press uh, everyone collectively. Press F to pay respects. <laughs> F F. So, F. God damn it. Um, <laughs> speaking of this is hardcore. Uh, eaten alive. We're working on a new album, which I believe they're done recording, so hopefully that'll come out soon. Yeah, I just saw uh, Chris X of uh, This Is Hardcore fame was recording guest vocals, uh, to which he said, we are not ready for how fucking good this album is. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I pre-ordered one of the t-shirts. It's it's nice. come endlessly. The, cool. the The praise for them in the local scene, which... Uh, for anyone not from the Philly area, the hardcore scene around here is unfucking believable. We have a very strong scene. Um, everyone has been saying that Eaten Alive is the best thing happening in Philly right now, and I find it really hard to argue. They're fucking incredible. Um, well, that name alone makes me want to check them out. They're so fucking dope. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really fucking amped to hear the new shit uh, and believe me the second that any fucking information drops about it uh if if it's far away from us recording an episode we'll throw shit up on on social media because don't miss it no yeah i was gonna say the moment that i like if there's a pre-order i pre-order that it's going to go up on the twitter like yep snagged a copy yeah do not sleep on eating alive do we have anything else believe believe that is uh that is all um so you proposed a a good discussion idea yeah so this kind of came about yesterday um and this is kind of what i was talking about with pretty mouth earlier um it, it, it it's interesting but well, well let me throw the idea out there first um basically like we all listen to some things that a lot of people would consider rather extreme. Um, 
it's not for everyone. You know, it's certainly not for the faint of heart. And a lot of people just straight up can't understand it. They don't get it. It's it's loud. It's angry. It's abrasive. Um, and it just doesn't connect with everyone. But for those of us who do connect with it, we're like, it's almost like a cult, the, how, how strongly we feel about it. So basic idea is like, what is it that keeps attracting you to this music? Uh, like, is there something in particular you gain from it? And are there times where it's like absolutely the last thing you want to hear? Hmm. <clears throat> That's uh, an interesting question. So what the, the reason I, this popped into my mind yesterday, I, um, I deal with a lot of fucking anxiety and depression. It's super fun. Bless you. Um, and I woke up yesterday feeling like an actual crazy person. <laughs> and I was I was trying to do my work for the show. There's a bunch more fucking bands that I wanted to bring in. And I throw on Pretty Mouth. And it's just that, I mean, it is very anxiety-inducing music. And as I was listening to it, like... I listened through the whole album, but I was like, I can't, I can't, like, I can't fucking keep doing this right now. Like, it's too much on top of how I'm already feeling. Uh, hence me going for something like relaxed and kind of stoner metal after that. But you know, so it's it's weird because most of the time I love bands like Pretty Mouth. That's exactly what I want to hear. And then when I'm in the middle of something like that, I'm like, this is, that's entirely too fucking, even though it's what I'm relating to, it's just too fucking, maybe, maybe it's too real at the moment. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of what this music in general has done for me is help me deal with a lot of those issues. It's, I, you know, I once saw a meme posted with just a picture of a pit and it said like, hardcore because therapy costs too much (laughs) (laughs) uh as as somebody who actually went to therapy uh i can say there's some truth to that but in my case it actually did help a lot i I don't know man i i I saw this discussion topic today and honestly it kind of it kind of brought back some some memories for me of when I first got into this kind of stuff back when I was in high school. And uh, have, have you guys ever met those people who say something along the lines of, Oh, I used to be really into that kind of stuff when I was in high school, but I, I grew out of it, you know, yeah, all the time. A lot mm-hmm. of time. You know, so, uh, yeah. So whenever I hear that, my mind automatically goes to, uh, Oh, so you were a poser. Yeah. So you spent, so you spent your high school years as a poser. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, See, pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So for me, though, on the other hand, this isn't something I've ever really questioned because believe it or not, as I've gotten older, I've just gotten more militant. I've only got like, there's, there's a primal part of me that just wants to find more aggressive, more violent and more intense music to listen to. And I never question it. I just, I give into that animal instinct and I want to find heavier, heavier, heavier shit. Well, you know, it, it's funny because it's one of the things I've noticed, especially doing this um, for as long as we have between, between doing YouTube and now doing the podcast. Um, 
there are things now that like when we first started especially with frank bringing in some of like the harsh the harsh noise shit and like even then at the time while i kind of got it i was like yeah i don't know about this but now it's like now i like i i don't know now i really enjoy it but would you would you would uh, also defend it if ever it came to it there are times when i just throw it on like yeah i never saw that happening it's, but dude it's funny that you brought this topic up because at the baby shower i had got drugged too um just kidding i love you greg um <laughs> I, I, you know Sorry, i like greg. i love hanging out with greg because i always get to see high school friends and not only high school friends but um I, ironically the group that was always like tight and also musically inclined in the same direction so we're all talking about like hardcore in general i mean metal this and that and it's like we're all expressing the same sentiment as we get older now i don't know if it's so much as a militant type thing or like uh searching for the next most brutal but it's more of a forward and backward appreciation of everything around us to the point that it's just an indelible part of our dna at this point I think at some point it becomes a part of who you are. It is. I mean, I had a hard time getting dressed up for this thing because my girlfriend wants me to put on the like board shorts and polo. And I'm like, Mm. no, I'm not doing this. I'm not (laughs) growing up and conforming into some fucking boring piece of shit. And then she brought them out to my friends. My friends are all like, just wear them. Stop being a piece of shit. And I'm like, but it feels wrong. (laughs) <laughs> you, well, you know it's funny because like i i, I fucking like i don't want to i don't want to tread too off topic with this but yeah it does st- like it does become a part of you like you know the fact that at 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 30 i started patching up a new fucking battle jacket this is like I, I i need one like my old ones beat to shit i need a new battle jacket i never thought like ah is this too juvenile at this point it's like no this is part of my like you know, you can call it subculture, but realistically, like, this is just part of the culture that I grew up with. It's, I, I, I don't know what else to relate to. To wrap it back around to what Sam said, it's not, I'm not going to get to a point where I hand in, you know, the quote unquote battle jacket for polos and, and loafers. You know what I mean? Like, see, that, um, you know what it really goes back to for me? Uh, this this is where I get slightly personal. Um, see, look, uh, when I was when I was around 14, 16, you know, so we're, we're talking like 2004, 2005. Uh, heavy metal for me was the thing that kind of kind of gave kind of gave me direction. Like, I mean, I I discovered it via actually uh, the guitar player for one of the first bands I ever brought in here. Uh, called Hatriot, my buddy Kostovar Vitakis, who is the lead guitarist for that band, incredible, incredible guitar player. Uh, he introduced me to this, and he's arguably the greatest reason as to why I got into heavy metal to begin with. And even to this day, every time I go back to my hometown, every time I see that dude, just like the the sh- the, the unbridled love of the music, like the the no pretension, the no... The no bullshit approach that dude takes to playing and recording the kind of music that he does, it always inspires me. Like, it always makes me want to play guitar. It makes me want to continue to dig as deep as I possibly can into this music. And I I can't even begin to explain 
how much it makes me love the kind of music that we talk about here on from the pit i mean this 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 is what i'm passionate about guys like honestly my dream my dream would be to make a living off of doing from the pit yeah because i want to spread the disease to as many people as i possibly can and i want people to be as passionate about this as i am because it's what matters to me. It's one of the only things that matters to me. It's funny because, you know, we all share that dream, even if it's like, I don't care if I ever see a dollar off of this. In fact, it at some point, like doing this has cost us all money, but um, we continue doing this out of passion. Like it's, I love what we do because I want, other people who connect the same way that we do with this music to get the exposure to things the same way we do. Like, honestly, I remember, um, for, for those of you who don't know, uh, Phil was the, Phil was the one who, uh, first approached me about doing this podcast. And he asked me originally, like, you know, Hey, you know, we've, we've mentioned you on the show before you've introduced us to a couple of bands. Would you like to just come on? And I'm like, why like he thinks i'm good enough for this really and i can't and ever since then i've been coming on as often as i can and trying to do this podcast i remember when like the first couple episodes i was on uh and then i had to stop because you guys were searching for a new soundboard and trying to get it all set up like do you have any idea how difficult it was like every week to hear you guys release a new episode and think god fucking damn it i'm not on this episode i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not able to do what i love i'm not able to spread the word just fuck it it was tough on this end too man because you know we were we were desperately pushing for it but um to kind of get back on the topic i mean like you know uh frank you haven't like Um, what's your what's your stake in the music what does it do for you oddly my i guess start with heavier music didn't start out necessarily heavy it was i still remember the the first band that like like i got into which was kiss when i was real little i mean we're talking like first grade like i started getting into music like at that age frank you were a few years behind me but and you didn't move over to our area until till I was ten. Till you were ten, but that's around the age where we all started kind of whatever. And um, do you notice? I don't know if it was still in your grade, but I felt like when we went to school, a vast majority of our school was into punk. Whether it was yeah, you know, uh, you know, highbrow or lowbrow, like oh, very much. Um, I mean, it was really easy to be steeped in music all the fucking time i mean all the people mm. i saw on sunday were we were in bands together and we were all pushing and you know going to shows and traveling around we had ghoul stock fuck yeah like luckily um also my both my parents really liked music so i i don't remember when i first heard something like kiss but i heard it and i also like saw them they had like makeup on they're playing on a stage and fires going off and sh- i'm just like <laughs> This is fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> I'm all about this. And then as I like go I was learning about like Ozzy and Black Sabbath, stuff like that. And like, I even remember at a young age when like the reaction of seeing the reaction of some people to it, I found awesome. 
like that like ah oh, oh this is satan's music <laughs> now i was raised in a household where religion wasn't a thing right so i thought it was kind of like oh, that's silly so to see people like oh no that's the devil's music oh yeah i'm about this <laughs> yeah it's so- totally a positive getting that reaction in a way so, I mean, like, I get, like, but that's, you know, kind of where you got started. But, I mean, what is it, like, what is it that keeps you coming back to this stuff? What, like, what connection do you feel? Does it, like, is there any particular, like, can you think of some reason where you're like, yeah, this is... Because like, it's a fucking music with drive to it. Why? Okay, so like, here's, here's it, I think, what Phil... I'm sorry, it, uh, it's not something, like... Some like some people listen to pop, whatever, because they like to to dance or whatnot. Like, there's nothing behind that. There's nothing that gives you that certain emotion in you that just like it, it pumps you up, it drives you, okay. or even in the sense of like harsh noise or something like that. Like, it scrambles you inside and kind of rips you down. But like when it's all said and done, it like it's a release. It, like, it's cathartic. Yes. You know, um, there. I, I feel like I should mention. Uh, uh, is anyone here familiar with uh, Brian Pasein, the comic? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Brian had a Brian had a little bit on one of his albums uh, where he talked about. Uh, to paraphrase, I I have never met any type of music fan more passionate about what they listen to than people who like heavy metal. I'm, and you know what? I'm. It's hard to deny that. And for me, what keeps me listening to it, uh, which I didn't answer earlier, I just went into a bunch of rambling bullshit. Um, it's just, there, there is an undying passion that I have for this. I love it so much. I, I love doing this, this podcast and listening to this music so much that it always makes me want to believe that there is something that's going to come along that's going to hit me in the face like a fucking brick. And you know what? I'm never disappointed. I mean, it's easy. It's easy to get disillusioned. It's easy. It's easy to get kind of burnt out and say, oh, there's nothing interesting or cool or unusual going on in heavy metal anymore. Everyone wants to play pizza thrash or, you know, death core derivatives. But you know what? There's always that band or two that I'll find like deep in the bowels of YouTube or Bandcamp, who just make me go like this is why i started listening to this this is why i got into this music to begin with and they're reminding me of that and it's that appreciation that kind of makes me come back and never ever want to stop listening to this i'm not gonna lie like for me like currently that's bands like the body and full of hell yeah they're pushing extreme music into boundaries that if you told me that there was going to be these like harsh noise samples and sound clips when I was younger in high school, I might've been like, the fuck you talking about? Hearing I should actually it. listen to full of hell. I oh, keep forgetting to who oh, you fucking need to. I've, buddy. I've, I've, I've heard, tri- I've heard uh, triumph, triumphing ecstasy is supposed to be fucking great. Trumpeting ecstasy. Yeah. Trump- oh, fuck, whatever, dude, I'm drunk. Shut okay. <laughs> but it, it's, <laughs> it fucking will rip you apart. Yeah, it's a fucking killer album. I mean, so rather than a specific album, but kind of pull back for a minute. I mean, I feel like I don't know if this is applicable to every one of us, but I think in part in part ways it is. 
metal punk and, and rock and roll and and the lifestyle it all evolved in a certain sort of way to be representative of a lot of of core ideals you know there's a bit of a rebellion and a bit of a you know what I mean? Just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, I feel like that all kind of seeps into our lives. At well, I mean, once you're really in it to win it, like it's that also like it's that push, at least sound wise, that pushing to the extreme. I mean, to it's, see it how affects, far to take, but it affects everything: my politics, my outlook on life, yeah. my you know no, outlook I, I, on afterlife, like everything. I uh, I identify with that very very strongly because look I, I don't know if you guys have picked on up on this or not uh, if if you're smart you probably have or if you <laughs> at all observant you probably have uh i i was not a cool person when i grew up i am an awkward fuck i always have been and for me like heavy metal was that release it was the way for me to it was the way for me to get those negative emotions out when i was younger and it made me feel better than i was and you know to this day it kind of helps me with that it's you know it's it's kind of a it's therapeutic it's a release uh, yes know? i i would very much agree metal keeps us from punching people's faces oh does it it's, it absolutely does and, and it, it it takes me from grabbing a hunk of rebar and just hunting down everyone who used to be a fucking dick to me when i was younger uh, <laughs> Well, and to to get back to to what Mike was saying about you know kind of the core values and everything, um, a, a lot of who I am is because of Shy Halut. Yeah, it, it sounds silly, but like there, there, I, I, I just related with them in a way that even prior to that, even being into this music, I hadn't really. I didn't really connect it on that sort of a level, and all of a sudden these guys, you know, come along and they're they're screaming about about these things. Where I'm like, "Holy shit! Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly the fuck it. Like, you, just, holy fuck! Like someone else out there thinks the same way." I remember the moment with Shy Hlude that I thought that, and it was the chorus "What of the Children," where I was just like. What 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 up? We, what are we doing? What the fuck up the children? Like what? <laughs> like seriously? Like being you're exemplary. goddamn right. God damn! Like being exemplary off of that within the blood ill temper. Yep. Yep. Fantastic album. But I remember those moments, and I remember the albums that, like you guys had mentioned, that have gotten me through anxiety attacks, through relationships, through you know everything growing up, and now. Like you'd said, it, it keeps me in check when I have a disagreement at work or at home or with my neighbors upstairs. And you just introduce them to a little bit of a dying fetus. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, it's like and it's exactly the conversation I had two days ago with my girlfriend. It's like this is my identity and I don't want to cover it up for people. Well, yeah. Um. Not that I want to cut this conversation short, but I feel like that was pretty, pretty encompassing, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, good. So, he woke up. Oh, <laughs> <and it's, laughs> our our own in-house Snorlax has just woken up. The uh, the road is open. <laughs> but um, who played the flute? I'm about to buy. I got a Game Boy Color that my girlfriend got me years ago. <laughs> I'm about to buy me some Pokemon's. Yeah, be prepared to play some money, probably. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. 
Oh boy, <laughs> I still have my old cartridges floating around somewhere. Nice. Buy them off you. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I think we're pretty much moving towards wrapping up at this point. Yeah, I uh, very clearly see the destination in sight. Ah, well, that's good. Oh, really? But I see something in the sky, trailing oh, one of wow. those planes. Oh. Uh oh. Ah, it's it is, conspiracy. It is telling uh, everyone on this uh, on this ride, whatever it is that we're riding. I never know. Could that, be a bus. Could be. Could be anything. Could be a clown car. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's saying Christ. to head on over to fthepit.com to find all of our social media, uh, all of the platforms you can listen to us on. Uh, subscribe, download, like, share, comment, uh, rate and review, all of those things. Do them all. Get in touch with us. Uh, as you heard this week, first band we brought in was a recommendation. So we're very easy to get a hold of. Um, on top of that, I posted a link today. Uh, I was recently on a podcast for our friends Clay and Chelsea. Uh, they they run a podcast called Internet Popular. Uh, you can go over there and listen to me being a horrible internet troll. <laughs> um, <laughs> Where you played a uh, a washed up musician. Yes, no less. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. A failed musician with a podcast. Uh, might, be, might might just be a slightly exaggerated version of myself. Um, <laughs> but go check that out. They're good people over there, and uh, it's really funny shit. All right. With, cool. With that being said, we have arrived at the destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>